You are Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Hale State Nation? Welcome into Locked On Mississippi State, a daily look into the world of Mississippi State Bulldog athletics. Locked On Mississippi State is a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Taylor Jones, welcoming you to episode two of Locked On Mississippi State. We had a great time recording the first show. Uh, We talked a little bit about the quarterback battle going on. We also introduced you to Locked On Mississippi State and what you can expect to hear from us today, tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow. Tomorrow's Saturday, but next week and every week that we have SEC Sports, Locked On Mississippi State will be there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, locked on M I S S S T, locked on Miss State. And you can also follow us on Instagram on that same uh, username. And you can also send us an email, locked on Mississippi State at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your questions. We'd love to hear your comments and concerns. We will get to that as soon as we can. A big thanks to everyone for listening and a big thanks to locked on podcast network for making this happen today's show is brought to you by built bar go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on and you'll get ten dollars off your next order again use promo code locked on for ten dollars off at builtbar.com they've got a lot of great flavors so you don't want to miss out and of course that promo code will definitely help you get all the built bar that you need So when we talked yesterday about the Mississippi State quarterbacks, we left off with uh, talking about the wide receivers. Now, the wide receiver is a key part here in the air raid system that K.J. Costello and Will Rogers will be running under Coach Mike Leach. They had a lot of things to say about each wide receiver and what they can bring to the table this year. But the big thing that we uh, didn't get a chance to talk about yesterday was uh, what happened to QB3. Uh, wasn't there a guy by the name of Garrett Schrader that played quarterback last year? Where the heck is he at in this depth chart situation? Well, last week, Coach Leach said that he moved him to slot receiver, if you can believe that. Slot receiver. He made that comment last Saturday uh, during his media availability afterwards, and at that time, he said that that was only his third day being at slot receiver. So Garrett Schrader already being a team player, that's the word out of camp, and he's balling out there. Uh, since he's moved to slot receiver. I want to bring up this tweet from our guy, Kobe Jones. Kobe says this, I feel like Garrett Schrader could be our Taysom Hill this year. Wow. What a comparison to Taysom Hill. And that even makes me more excited about this quarterback room, knowing that there's a Graduate transfer coming in and KJ Costello. No, he's not familiar with the air raid system, but he does know Coach Leach. He's taught himself this offense basically from scratch this year. You've got Will Rogers coming in as a true freshman. No, he doesn't have that experience against SEC defenses, but he's been running this exact same system since he was in high school. He learned from the great Gardner Minshew, who did great things at Washington State. Now he's at Jacksonville. Now you've got Garrett Schrader, who does have experience as a quarterback against SEC defenses. No, not against Air Raid, but he's also a wide receiver, too. And that's just a lot of incredible things to think about when you look at this quarterback room. And I don't know if uh, 
Garrett's going to stay there the entire time, or if, like Kobe Jones says, he feels like he's going to be Taysom Hill, where he could kind of line up in a in, in as a quarterback in a certain situation. I don't know, but uh, Coach Leach uh, had this quote about him earlier in the week. He said that moving to Schrader to slot receiver, he's caught some touchdowns. He made a touchdown in the scrimmage on Saturday. It's full time today, and that's being the key word there. Uh, and again, if you know the Kobe Jones thing with Taysom Hill, you know it could be full time today, could be completely different tomorrow. Only there for three practices prior to scrimmage, and he's only scratching the surface to what he can do. Uh, very excited to hear what Coach Leach has to say about him later on, and we will talk about that next week as we get closer to Mississippi State and LSU. But that was just a big thing that I wanted to bring up, talking about Garrett Schrader. We didn't get to talk about him yesterday, and I'm sure a lot of people have been asking, well, why didn't you talk about him? What's the situation on him? Yes, he's still with the program, but he's looking at getting some snaps at the slot receiver. Some other big uh, receivers that were uh, brought up, Osiris Mitchell being one of those receivers. He's had two really good years back-to-back, averaging 14 yards a catch in 2019 and 2018, averaging about 16 yards a catch. Had three more yards catching last year than he did in 2018. He caught 29 passes for 430 yards and six touchdowns, his best year as a wide receiver. And he came up in uh, both media availabilities, K.J. Costello and Will Rogers. The big thing that uh, Costello said about Osiris is he was a leading receiver last year. He's starting to understand that he will be thrown to a lot more, and he needs to be that person that we can trust, and he is stepping up and being that person some other key receivers that KJ talked about, he uh, mentioned Jaden Wally, a true freshman coming in. He's very impressive, he says. Uh, Brad Cumbus, very happy to have that big target there. Osiris Mitchell, as we mentioned, leading receiver, needs to be someone that he can trust. Austin Williams, Mr. Reliable. Javante Payton, he is very good at separating in the slot. Uh, Javante Payton, another note is that he will be wearing number zero. The first time ever that a Mississippi State Bulldog has worn the number zero, it's going to senior Javante Payton. On the Will Rogers side of things, the receivers that he talked about that have had a really good camp so far, Malik Heath, Austin Williams, Jalen Wally, Tyrell Shavers, and Osiris Mitchell. So that's plenty of targets right there for both of those guys to throw to. And then you throw in Garrett Schrader and... uh, you know, they mentioned that he's a big target as well. He can run his first day. They connected on a long pass, talking about Will Rogers, that he and uh, Schrader connected on a long touchdown pass. He's shown his upside and what he can do with the ball. Uh, so that's great. You know, you've got five or six wide receivers that are open to step up to the plate. They know what they want to do, and uh, they're going to make big plays for the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Really excited to see how they stack up against LSU in week one. Uh, LSU have had a ton of people Uh, opt out not a lot of people coming back from last year's national championship team so how is that going to uh, translate into trying to learn a new offense that Mississippi State is going to be throwing at them are they going to be able to handle it are they going to be able to do what LSU does and just continue to play very well on the defensive side of the ball so we took a look at receivers next week we'll break down a few more positions including uh, running back we'll also talk about uh the offensive line and the defense as well. Uh, A lot of big things happening for Mississippi State. If you're anything like me, you are constantly on the go. You're always busy doing something. You've always got places to be. And sometimes when you wake up, all you have time to do is roll out of bed, hop in the shower, get ready, 
and you're out of the house within 30 minutes. You don't get to eat that bacon and eggs breakfast that you always want. Or maybe you do sometimes have a little bit more time and you do get to eat that bacon and eggs breakfast, but you get so busy after that that you realize, oh my goodness, it's 3 p.m. and I have yet to eat lunch. Well, that's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar has 18 amazing flavors. They're covered 100% in chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. They have nut and non-nut flavors that are good for everybody. My favorite Built Bar is the cookies and cream. They have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. It is delicious. The best part about Built Bar is that they are great for those that are health conscious. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Who doesn't love a low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber bar that's also good for the keto diet? That is Built Bar. Check out some of their great flavors, including caramel brownie, my favorite cookies and cream, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter brownie, toffee almond, double chocolate. They have 18 flavors to choose from. So go to BuiltBar.com, pick your favorite flavor, and use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you will get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com, and while supplies last, you will get a free cooler with purchase. So again, Built Bar, a delicious, health-conscious bar that's soft and easy to chew, and it's incredibly healthy. You have no idea that it is as healthy as it is. It tastes just like a candy bar, and you're doing good for yourself. That's Built Bar. Again, go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. More news out of the Mississippi State football front. Three Bulldogs have been picked as preseason All-SEC by the SEC coaches, that was something that I uh, I didn't know was a thing, but apparently it is. Three uh, Bulldogs have been chosen as the preseason all-conference SEC football team announced on Thursday by the SEC and by Mississippi State. Uh, those three from Mississippi State, Kylan Hill, who earned first-team honors on the defensive side of the ball, Errol Thompson, the linebacker, was tabbed second team, while defensive end Kobe Jones, who we talked about earlier, uh, made the third team. Kylan Hill getting a first-team honor is really big. I'm expecting a big year out of him. Uh, he's already a candidate for the Maxwell and the Doak Awards, and he was also the leading rusher from last year. He had eight 100-yard rushing games last year, and I can only imagine that uh, I, I believe the offense will open it up a little bit to where he'll get to rush uh, for even more. Can you imagine having a quarterback that throws over 3,000 yards and still having a 15 yard or 1,500 yard rusher in Kylan Hill? That will be amazing. He uh, rushed uh, for 10 touchdowns and he had uh, over 1,300 yards rushing plus 10 touchdowns, which is just one of eight uh, running backs in the Power Five in order to make that happen. And to think that there was a time there where Kylan Hill was contemplating not even playing for Mississippi State this year. And it all goes back to the summer where he decided that he wanted to lead the charge to change Mississippi's flag to remove the Confederate emblem uh, from the state flag. Mississippi has decided to change that. It's a great flag now. Uh, really uh, brings out the magnolia of the magnolia state. And uh, Kylan Hill led that charge, uh, did a very good job of uh, staying on lawmakers, he even said that he would vow not to play for Mississippi State until the flag was changed, and 
that really raised some eyebrows for a lot of people, as you can imagine. So it uh, finally got changed, and uh, Kylan Hill, he said afterwards, which was back on June the 28th, I believe, when they finally said, you know, hey, we're going to change this flag. He said, a big salute to every university in the state that helped. And it was a huge uh, movement by not only Mississippi State, but from Ole Miss, too, uh, led by Kylan Hill from Columbus. Just a, uh, a huge thing uh, that he was able to do. Uh, one of the many uh, great things that were changed uh, due to uh, this movement. But Kylan Hill, uh, first team honors, very good first team honor, I would say, by the SEC coaches to recognize him. Errol Thompson and Kobe Jones next up on the list, representing the Mississippi State Bulldog defense on the second and third team, respectively. Errol Thompson coming in with over 200 career tackles. He had 84 last year, which ranks 11th in the conference among returning players. He also had 87 tackles as a sophomore, so that is pretty impressive from him. Uh, Taking a look at uh, what Kobe Jones was able to do last year, he had 70 total tackles, 18 tackles for loss, and five of those were for sacks. He uh, racked up four and a half tackles for loss and three sacks over the last three games. And those were three pretty big games against Louisville and Ole Miss especially. So those are three players uh, that head coaches from the SEC have a lot of respect for. uh, First team, Kylan Hill. Second team, Errol Thompson. And third team, Kobe Jones. Now going to take a look at the rest of the preseason SEC team, see if we agree with it or not. First team quarterback is Kyle Trask. Uh, Not really that surprising. Uh, you know, there were a couple of quarterbacks that I thought uh, possibly could have been in there. Kyle Trask was one of them. Kellen Mond, another one that comes to mind. Uh, Bo Nix definitely has potential to be first team when it's all said and done, but not a bad choice there. A safe choice by picking Kyle Trask out of Florida as the first team quarterback. Your running backs, Najee Harris from Alabama, Kylan Hill, Mississippi State. Uh, both wide receivers coming out of Alabama, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, Tight end Kyle Pitts from Florida, the offensive line led by Alabama's Alex Leatherwood and Landon Dickerson, Trey Smith from Tennessee, Darian Kennard from Kentucky, and Drake Jackson from Kentucky, uh, rounding out the first-team offense with the all-purpose back being Jalen Waddell from Alabama. I feel like he's been there for eight years or so. I don't know why I think that, but it seems like he has. First-team defense, Bobby Brown, LeBron Ray, Big Cat Bryant, Jordan Davis getting the nod on the defensive line. Brown from Texas A&M, LeBron Ray from Alabama, Big Cat from Auburn, and Jordan Davis from Georgia. Your linebackers, Dylan Moses from Alabama, Auburn's K.J. Britt, Nick Bolton from Mizzou, and your defensive backs are Patrick Sertain from Alabama, Derek Stingley from LSU, Jacoby Stevens from LSU, two key players that we're going to have to watch for next week and Richard LeCount from Georgia. Uh, Big news there, Mississippi State has to play every single one of those. Um, uh, They have to play every single member of the first-team defense. Looking back over the first-team offense, I think the only couple players they don't play, they don't play Trey Smith out of Tennessee, they don't play Kyle Trask or Kyle Pitts from Florida, but other than that, I mean, you've got Najee Harris, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell. Uh, Darren Kennard from Kentucky, Landon Dickerson from Alabama, Drake Jackson from Kentucky. That's a lot of players that Mississippi State is going to have to uh, take part in. First team special teams, Brent Samaglia from Tennessee and Max Duffy from Kentucky. Those are your punters and kickers. 
Taking a look at the second team offense. Uh, we know second team defense, Errol Thompson from Mississippi State's already on there. Uh, the second team offense, uh, quarterback being led by Kellen Mond from Texas A&M. The first Arkansas nod goes to Rakeem Boyd from Arkansas and Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M at uh, running back. Wide receivers George Pickens from Georgia and Terrence Marshall from LSU. Your tight end Jalen Watermeyer from Texas A&M. Your offensive line, Sedarius Hutcherson, the first pick from South Carolina. Deontay Brown from Alabama. Landon Young from Kentucky. Austin Aculis from LSU. Bradarius Ham from Auburn. And Wanye Morris from Tennessee. Ed Ingram from LSU also in there. And your center is Trey Hill. Derek Stingley is the all-purpose back in the second-team offense. Second-team defense, Kobe Whiteside from Mizzou. Malik Herring from Georgia. Aaron Stingley, uh, Sterling from South Carolina, Deo Audubango from Vanderbilt, Henry Toyoto from Tennessee, Monty Rice from Georgia, Errol Thomas, Mississippi State, Nicobe Dean from Georgia, Ventrell Miller from Florida, Kyer Elam from Florida for a defensive back, Eric Stokes from Georgia, defensive back, defensive back Damani Richardson from Texas A&M, Tyree Gillespie from Missouri, and Marco Wilson from Florida, Israel Mukamo from South Carolina rounds out the defensive backfield for the second team SEC defense as picked by the coaches from the Southeastern Conference. Cade York from LSU and Jay Camarda are your specialists. And for the third team, uh, as as predicted, Bo Nix will be the leading quarterback in that team. Jerry and Ely from Ole Miss and Larry Roundtree from Mizzou are going to be your running backs. Your wideout, Seth Williams from Auburn. Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. Your tight end, Eric Gilbert from LSU. Offensive line, both from Texas A&M. Well, they've got three here on the third team uh, from Texas A&M. Carson Green, Kenyon Green, and Daniel Moore. Evan Neal from Alabama and Landon Dickerson from Alabama will round out your offensive line. All-purpose backs, Jerry and Ely from Ole Miss. Kadarius Toney from Florida and Christian Tutt from Auburn. Your third-team defense, as we already mentioned, uh, defensive line Kobe Jones already on that list. He joined Zachary Carter from Florida, Josh Paschal from Kentucky, and Glenn Logan from LSU. Linebackers Boogie Watson from Kentucky, Dimitri Moore from Vanderbilt, Nolan Smith from Georgia, Ernest Jones uh, from South Carolina, Andre Mitzi from Vanderbilt, J.C. Horn from South Carolina, Bryce Thompson from Tennessee, and Yusef Corker from Kentucky, Christian Tutt from Auburn, and Josh Job from Alabama also on that list. Your third-team kickers, Evan McPherson from Florida and Mac Brown from Ole Miss. So that's a look at the all-SEC coaches team that was released from the SEC today. We've got some basketball news coming up as well. We'll talk about that in a few moments here on Locked On Mississippi State. John Rothstein from CBS Sports breaking uh, late yesterday that uh, the official start date for college basketball for the 2020-2021 year will be coming up on November the 25th, which is also the same week as the Egg Bowl. Oh my goodness, what a fun week it's going to be uh, in Starkville, Mississippi. Unfortunately, none of those games are going to be in Starkville, but it's going to be a lot of fun to watch anyway. Uh, the week of Thanksgiving and the week of the Egg Bowl. Uh, Per the NCAA, uh, according to John Rothstein, he says the teams can participate in either of the following schedules, either uh, 24 regular season games and a three-game tournament, 
a 25-game regular season schedule and a two-game tournament or 25 regular season games and no tournament. The minimum number of games is 13. I'm sure that has a lot to do with the Pac-12's decision of saying they're not going to do anything until January. They're starting to reverse course on that a little bit, so I'm sure we may see a little bit difference in that. Uh, Practices can officially start on October the 14th, and teams are allowed eight hours a week on-court workouts starting September the 21st, which is coming up on Monday. Wow. We didn't think we were going to get basketball there for a little bit, and sure enough, it's it's coming quicker uh, than we would have anticipated. As we mentioned, uh, November the 25th is when that date is going to take place, but uh, Mississippi State already scheduled to take part in the uh, Cancun Challenge, which is going to start on November the 24th. Don't know if they're going to change that date or not, but they will be taking on uh, Clemson on November the 24th in Melbourne, Florida. And then in the second round game, they're going to be taking on the winner of Purdue and Illinois State, two uh, good teams that uh, Mississippi State will see. Purdue being a NCAA tournament team a while back. Clemson, of course, they're playing in the ACC. It's going to be tough to try to compete for titles every single year in that league. But they've held their own over the last couple of years, so two really good games to open out at. And then, of course, they'll... uh, take a couple days off or maybe about a week or two off and they'll take on Dayton in Atlanta at uh, State Farm Arena as part of Holiday Hoops Giving. Uh, They'll play a couple more games on the road. Play a couple more games on the road, including a trip to Minneapolis to take on the Golden Gophers December the 16th and they will take on Utah State in Panama City on December the 21st. They're... uh, SEC Big 12 Challenge game is scheduled for January the 23rd. And then, of course, the tournament, uh, the SEC tournament, will start March the 10th through the 14th in Nashville. Those are the only games that we know of so far. And I'm sure once uh, that information has uh, gotten to everybody, Mississippi State can start scheduling a few more, or they maybe have already had a schedule put in place, but we just don't know those games yet. Um, but yeah, that's uh, big news from Mississippi State basketball. Uh, November the 24th, officially the first date of college basketball season, but they can start uh, doing uh, on-court workouts starting Monday. So that's pretty big. Uh, Looking forward to watching some Bulldog basketball this year. We thank you for listening to another edition of Locked on Mississippi State. We talked about the wide receivers today, talked about uh, three players that made the all-coaches team for the SEC and brought some big basketball news in as uh, things are starting to look up during this COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Hopefully things keep going the right way and we will be talking uh, Mississippi State and LSU coming up next Saturday in Death Valley. We're already looking forward to having Matt Moscona from Locked On LSU to join the show next week. We'll give you more uh, updates on when that show will be. We'll also look to bring on some more people next week to help us preview the Mississippi State LSU game and uh, just kind of welcome them into Locked On Mississippi State. I'm excited for next week as it is officially game week. We hope that you have a great weekend. We hope that uh, those that were in the path of Hurricane Sally, we hope that you're doing well, and we look forward to uh, bringing you five new shows next week as a part of Locked On Mississippi State and the Locked On Podcast Network. So until then, have a great weekend. Hell State.